0: Welcome to Keep Talking Podcast. I'm your host, Sean Tummelson, and in this podcast, we talk about all things that I am an expert in or have an interest in, such as language learning, health and fitness, global and societal issues, or whatever I feel like talking about on that particular day. All right, enjoy. What is the minimum amount of exercise required to build muscle? And by the way, I'm not just talking about the the total beginners out there okay because there's a thing called newbie gains that you'll hear about essentially it's easier for beginners beginning weightlifters and exercises to build more muscle at the beginning because everything is new right now i'm talking about experienced lifters as well okay Let me give a little, just a little mini story as a background here, because the answer is going to be less than you think. It's going to be less exercise required than you think to build muscle, even if you are more advanced, in my experience. So, starting in early 2021, I began really tracking, really tracking muscle size, doing, you know, circumference measurements, right? You do your shoulder circumference, your chest, uh, your arms, you know, bicep, basically, uh, your hip, your waist, Like kind of the, the main measurements around the body to really start tracking and start understanding. Understanding what type of exercise programming, what type of exercises indeed help me build the most muscle. Now, of course, there is a macronutrient and a sleep element to this as well. You have to get enough protein and enough total calories, and you have to sleep at least somewhat adequately, right, to build muscle. But in terms of an exercise, from an exercise programming standpoint... I always tell people this is that like you know I was tracking the side these circumference measurements fairly frequently throughout this process this kind of two and a half year process two to two and a half years where I built twenty pounds of muscle from early twenty twenty one to mid twenty twenty three okay and probably the the most growth I got crazily it, it's crazy because the most growth I got in especially in the arms okay I think I grew like a half inch in the biceps during a one month or one and a half month period which which is a lot because like arms just don't grow that fast you know like I think I went from like 13 I, I started the journey at like 13 and now it's like 14 and a quarter 14 and a half or something like that right but the time where I saw the most bicep growth and just the most growth upper body growth overall was during like a one month or one and a half month period where I didn't do any single joint arm exercises all I was doing was like three days a week of the main compound lifts so what are the main compound lifts okay it's the bench press it's a shoulder press you know overhead press for the shoulders uh it's it's maybe like a barbell row and then maybe a squat and a deadlift like nothing else basically except those main compound exercises like three days a week for one month or a month or a month and a half right and I got more arm growth than I ever got at any other period, not doing any curls, not doing any tricep pushdowns, not doing any exercises that isolate the biceps or the triceps, okay? What does this illustrate? What's happening here? Okay, well, what's happening here is I'm using these big compound exercises, like, for example, the bench press, the overhead press, the barbell row, the deadlift, the squat, these exercises involve multiple major muscle groups okay like let's take the bench press or the overhead press for example these are seen as either like a chest exercise or a shoulder exercise what we don't think about is how involved our tricep is in those exercises same thing with like you know some of the major compound pulling movements, a barbell row or a pull-up, which I wasn't even doing that many of those at the time, but a barbell row, uh, a deadlift. Yes, these are these are back exercises. Well, the deadlifts kind of everything, but like a barbell row is a back exercise. It's seen as a back exercise, but it's involving the biceps heavily. Okay, Like, you know, we, when we think of biceps, oh, what do you want to do to grow your biceps? Oh, you should be doing curls. You got to do 20 sets of curls, right, throughout the week. Or, you know, you want to grow your triceps. You got to be doing tricep pushdowns, tricep extensions, skull crushers, blah. And I got the most growth in the arms, biceps and triceps, when I took a month to month and a half and I was just getting stronger, just pure strength on those compound movements that didn't involve any single joint bicep or tricep movements. Okay. And I was getting stronger and bigger throughout the whole body. And it was probably, let's call it three total hours of strength training per week. Like those workouts were about a full hour long, um, three times a week. Okay. Now, I tell this story to illustrate the point of oftentimes, especially when you're an experienced lifter, less can even be more. Okay, if you're someone like me, you like to work out every day, uh, you know, and you're doing an hour of weightlifting every day, you're probably doing too much. You're probably stalling your progress. You're probably stalling your progress because your body just doesn't recover fast enough. Now, a lot depends on your programming. A lot depends on which which exact exercises you do. And, yes, the bodybuilders and other fitness professionals out there will make the case, and it's not wrong, that doing high-volume work, you know, like lifting every day, whether it's a push-pull leg split or every body part split – That will work to build muscle. Yes, it it can and it will to a certain extent. Now, there's some nuance here, blah, blah, blah. We're not getting into that. What I'm trying to do is to teach you what is the minimum amount of exercise that you need to build muscle. And not just a little muscle. You can build a lot of muscle. It can be literally just as effective. I'm trying to teach you. This is for the the seven-day-a-week people out there in particular who say, well, I need to work out for an hour or more every day. I'm trying to teach you how you can get the same result that you're getting right now on seven to ten hours per week of exercise on maybe 2 hours or even less, okay? Now, if you want me to give you like the answer to what I think the minimum amount of exercise that it's going to take even for more advanced lifters to build muscle every week, I'll say about 100 minutes per week, okay? 100 like between an hour and a half and 2 hours. I could break it down and say like around 15 minutes a day. Yes, you heard that right. 15 minutes per day, seven days a week. Or I could break it down really into into two. I don't even think you need three. I mean, sometimes I'll recommend three, but like two heavy strength training workouts per week, okay? And this is going to depend on what type of lifestyle you prefer and what your schedule's like. See, because there are people like me who just like to have a similar routine every day. Like I like to work out every day. So it would be weird For me to just like only work out twice a week for one hour or whatever and then like not the other five days because it's like well no I want it to be part of my daily routine like why is my daily routine different on certain days you get my point like I want to have the same amount of time allotted to different things in my day that's just the type of person I am okay maybe you're that type of person but if you're not and you're someone especially if you're someone who doesn't even really like going to the gym or you know working out a two day a week program can be awesome the only thing with that is you do have to be consistent with it okay and this is kind of the harder part too for some people this this episode is not about you know discipline and consistency okay this episode is about what's optimal and there can be of course a difference between what's optimal scientifically and what's optimal behaviorally okay so a lot of this how you want to break this down would depend on your lifestyle and your behavioral tendencies okay the other hard thing about trying to go to a gym you know trying to do like 15 minute workouts once per day and you know you know one or excuse me a 15 minute workout every day is like most people aren't going to drive to a gym that's say 10 or 15 minutes from their house just to work out for 15 minutes so that's another thing about it but like let's take away all a lot of these like you know behavioral lifestyle stuff and let me just like break down why i say that around 100 minutes honestly like if it's 15 minutes a day that's 105 minutes if it's two workouts you know, if it's twice a week, I would go with about fifty-five zero minutes. Um, you know, work it out to around 100 minutes per week, between an hour and a half to two hours per week, per week is what I think you need to make, you know, the minimum amount you need to make really good strength and muscle gains. Okay. Now, why is this so much lower than what most people seem to think of? Cause most people seem to think, Oh, well I need to maybe lift, you know, five or six days a week for like one hour or something like that or at least 45 minutes you know but think about that like okay what really are you doing during all of the you know let's say you're doing six days per week let's say it's push pull legs push pull legs and then like a seventh day you rest like like jesus told you to i'm sorry (laughs) bad religious joke but um you know six days a week push pull leg then push pull leg okay it's push day what are you doing towards the end of that push workout. You know, you probably hit the big ones first. You hit the big, you know, your, your bench press or your inclined bench press, or your shoulder press, your overhead press. Then maybe you do some dips. Towards the end, then you're kind of like on the machines maybe. Maybe you're doing some flies. You're doing some exercises that just really aren't that valuable. You know, sure, like, they add a little value that you're burning out. You're trying to really feel the squeeze, the burn. You're trying to get sore tomorrow, which really may not even be valuable for you to be sore, not in terms of actually building muscle and strength. That's a whole other topic for another day. But, but like, the stuff that you're doing for the last half of that workout and most of those hour-long workouts, it's just not really that valuable. You could cut it down to 20 to 30 minutes, and you could do, like, the value that you would get you would get 90 to 95% of the value i bet if you just did the first 2 to 3 big exercises the major compound movements and just skip the last 3 or 4 depending on how many exercises you do just skip the last 30 minutes of your hour long workout you get 90 to 95% if not more of the same value okay and in some cases like i said you would even get more value because you're currently overtraining all right and the same thing applies to your pull workout and to your leg workout and everything like that Okay, so that's the principle here, is what is really the value that you're getting from staying in the gym for that long and adding in all of these little, you know, burnout fatigue exercises? Now, we could scientifically study, and it's difficult to do, okay? We, we could scientifically study what is the right amount of exercise to promote muscle growth, and you'll get different opinions, and it depends on a lot, a lot of factors, okay? But if you look at the minimum dose required to build muscle, Well, what do we actually need to do do to build muscle? We need to create an adaptation. We need to perform a movement or an exercise that tells our muscles, okay, we need to get bigger and stronger to do this next time. Okay, that's the adaptation we're looking for. Now, is it going to happen in just one set of every exercise? Like, can you go in there and do just one heavy set of something? Probably not but almost like you literally almost could okay you almost could do that i mean i would say maybe you should probably do at least like three sets of a heavy exercise but the point is When we're going through these workouts and you've got, I don't know, some, we'll call it like a hypertrophy workout for the meatheads out there that like to think about this stuff. And it's a pull day and you got, you know, eight different exercises, four sets apiece, doing 32 sets, 45 seconds rest in between each set. It's going to take an hour, if not more. And you're just totally hammering your back and your biceps and all these other little muscles. And it's like, okay, did I need all that? And what was the minimum amount? What was the minimum dose I needed to send an adaptation? to get an adaptation to the muscles, to send a to the muscles telling them to build. What was it? And I don't think we know exactly, but I'm just telling you that the minimum dose is a lot less than you're probably thinking. And I, in my experience, in my experience, like there's two ways you could do this. You could do, well, there's more than two ways, but like two basic opposite ends of the spectrum would be two workouts per week where you take a heavy push exercise, a heavy pull exercise, and a heavy leg exercise, okay? You do three heavy sets with two, three, even four minutes rest between each set that we are maxing out strength each time, okay? The whole workout maybe takes, like I said, 45 to 50 minutes, okay? You do that twice per week, twice per week. You will see strength and muscle gains on that if you're eating, you know, decently and sleeping decently as well, obviously. Or you could break it down into like a push-pull legs thing, like six days a week or, you know, like even like a -a seven-day-a-week thing, Where you're doing, you know, let's like I said, like the two to three main push exercises, but skipping all those little, you know, uh, machine chest flies and, you know, the uh, tricep kickbacks and all these little things that really don't add that much value. Okay, and do 20 minutes six times a week or 15 minutes every day, something like that right? Does that make sense? There's several different ways that you could break it down. But really, in my opinion, the minimum dose is much less, the minimum dose to build muscle is much less than a lot of you are probably thinking, okay? So really keep that in mind if you're looking to be efficient with your fitness and with your life. All right. Love y'all. Talk again soon. Peace.